Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Is will love. Visit minnesotaorchestra.org for tickets. Kids save 25%. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? If you're a fan learned. of The Shining, you probably know, know that uh, Danny Lloyd, the kid from the 1980s version of The Shining, is a college professor now, and he doesn't really want his students to know about his past because it's a distraction. Uh, he says, oh. I try to keep it on the down low, but every now and then a student will say something. Um, hmm. He played the son in The Shining. Of course, a huge role. Now, the sequel, Dr. Sleep, comes out in November, starring Ewan McGregor as the grown-up version of Danny's character. Do they need I to do this? S- um, I saw the trailer, and it's terrifying. So, oh, so it maybe. looks good to me. I, don't, I didn't read the book, so I don't know. Someone tell me. Maybe maybe it's not. Yeah. Maybe the book wasn't good, but the trailer looks amazing. So, yeah. freaked me out. Mm. Yeah. Do you think he's just feeling that it would distract from their learning or he's embarrassed? Um, he probably just a little bit of all of it. He probably I mean, obviously didn't want to be an actor. Grew, mm. grew up and was like, eh, you know, I just don't really want to do this with my life. So it's probably a distraction and you know, he yeah. has to talk about it his whole life. It's what he's known for, so Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Taylor Swift's video for You Need to Calm Down has cameos by Ryan Reynolds, Sierra, and a lot of LGBT celebrities, including uh, including Ellen DeGeneres, RuPaul, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and Adam Lambert. Ooh! Oh, oh, making appearances in these, in wow. this video. Yes. Boom. Yes. And she also, on Friday, gave a surprise performance at the Stonewall Inn in New York City and wished the largely LGBT crowd to have a happy Pride Month. So, Well, thank you. She has a great team around her doing yes, all the does. right things, doesn't she? Yes. Yes, she yes. does. Yes. Um, if you've ever noticed, David Bowie has two different colored eyes. Um, he wasn't born that way. His one eye became permanently dilated after a childhood friend punched him during a fight over a girl. It made oh. it look dark brown while his other eye was blue. So, oh, did that affect I... his vision at all? Oh my gosh, huh? I don't know. I did not know that. I didn't know you could, if you want brown eyes, just punch punch yourself or have yeah, somebody punch you. Just dilate those babies. Kids don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Anything we say don't do, don't do on Get this show. Get some contact right? right. Don't listen to Uncle Don. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. Thanks for alerting us. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520.
on My Talk 1071. We return to part two of Little Lex <laughs> on the Prairie, mm-hmm. episode nine, season one. When yes. we last left, Paul was trying. So, Paul was trying to get some. That's right. <laughs> Not Paul. And and who was tied to to a pole? Oh, Carrie. <laughs> Edwards. Carrie. Yeah, she was running all over the place. So he tied her to a pole with a rope. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay, Lex, continue. Okay, yes. So, yeah, Mom and Pa are on their way to Mankato while, yeah, Edwards is watching the children. Uh, So, Jack and Carrie and Edwards go on a walk, and they see a snake. He shoots it for supper and makes in-juice stew with rattlesnake. And the girls are up in their little loft room area going, ooh, that smells terrible. Oh, no. And Mary takes a bite, starts coughing. Carrie, Carrie's the only one that kind of seems to like it. Little Carrie. She's been tied to a tree all day. Yeah, you're she's right. Hungry. She's tired. She didn't and even think she was going to eat again. Probably. <laughs> yeah, and Laura even tries to give some to Jack the dog, and the dog <laughs> refuses to eat it. Oh. Oh, when the dog is saying yeah, hell no. Right, right. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, man. And then they find out that Edwards can't read. Uh-oh. So that's a whole other thing. Maybe that will be the future where Mary teaches him to read. Well, uh, yeah. So, do you feel? I mean, are you liking him a little bit more with that? Lex? I mean, yeah, my heart grows a little bit more for him, I guess, as we go along, and then it it, it waxes and wanes. You know, it just really know, depends. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, they really make him look like a doofus bachelor <laughs> in this episode. Yeah, he's the comic relief, and he's babysitting for the first time, right? So up in Mankato, Ma is dreaming that Carrie's crying and Pa's awake. He's shirtless. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pa shirtless. Oh, yeah. He's shirtless. And he's like, you know, we're on our second honeymoon. And Uh-oh. she wakes up and, uh, you know, you can tell he's like ready to get down. And uh, she just was like, oh, okay. And then falls back asleep. And he he's just like, oh. So he goes to bed frustrated that night. Yeah. But when they were camping outside, I think that worked, you know, under the crazy quilt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, got it. So back at home. uh, Are you pretty confident they had Prairie Nook? Yeah, for sure by the fire. Yeah. um, yeah. When they were. And then maybe a couple times in their hotel room. But um, that (laughs) night, not so great. (laughs) Okay. So back at Walnut Grove, it's raining, thunder, lightning. And the girls remember, we didn't gather the eggs. Oh, no. So they light the lantern, which they're not supposed to do by themselves, and they go outside to collect the eggs without telling Edwards. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, the hens start cackling, and it wakes Edwards up. And he thinks, he looks outside, and he thinks that they're chicken thieves, so he gets his gun. He doesn't shoot one of the kids, does he? (laughs) Oh, no. He shoots a hole in the roof, because the girls come in and scare him. Yep. Oh, my God. And the doofus that he is... He just stands there while the water's pouring into the house, and he's yelling at the girls, and he's like, I don't know what to do. Finally, he picks up an enamel pail, and just, it looked like he just stood there the whole night holding the pail. Oh, for God's sake. I'm like, you are a moron. <laughs> looks not a fan of Mr. Edwards. I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, my gosh. He's, you know, your mom and dad are going to be so mad, and da 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 Okay, so, meanwhile, Pa is trying desperately to get Ma's mind off the children. Mm-hmm. So he says, I'm going to take you to a play. 
And this play, I've heard such great things about. They mm-hmm. had theater back then? They did have theater back then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we see as they go into the play that it's called Abandoned Daughters. Oh, God, you oh. idiot. <laughs> so Ma is sitting there Jeez. crying the entire play because you hear the kids oh, in the play trying to convince their mom not to leave them, that they please come home early. Oi, oi, oi. The only thing worse would be a play called No Sex in the Moonlight. That would be- <laughs> right. No sex for you, Pa. Oh. <laughs> so oh. Laura decides she's going to go sell some eggs in town, which, she, uh, which usually Ma does. And they see that Ma and Pa come home early because Ma, it, you know, she wants to be back with the kids. Oh, for yeah. God's sake. And, of course, she's got to run back down and tell she everybody. Don, she doesn't want Pa to ask her for sex again. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we know what's really going on here. She's like, three kids is enough. Right. Well, meanwhile, there's uh, there's Edwards up on the roof fixing the roof. Girls come home. The two older girls come home and they are mortified because they see Carrie's on the roof, too. <laughs> Carrie's on the Little roof? Little Carrie sitting on the edge, the ledge oh, of the roof. And, uh, Edwards is letting her up there? Yeah. Oh, Edwards. And she's, they're like, wait, that's so dangerous. She's going to fall off. He goes, don't worry. I nailed her to the roof. What? Her dress is nailed to the roof. That was his solution. Oh, my God. That's pretty funny. Uh, he nailed the little girl to the roof? <laughs> yes, her dress to the roof. <laughs> the hell kind of show is this? <laughs> the girls come home, and he's giving, you know, those little horsey back rides that you give to little kids? You're yeah. on all fours. So mm-hmm. he's doing that. Well, the two older girls come home, and they're like, oh, yay. We want to do that, too. So all three of them jump on his back. At some point, you're too big to do horsey. Right? You're never too busy. <laughs> I do it every other weekend. <laughs> I was hoping you would say it. <laughs> oh, God, God, I was hoping. I prayed. I'm like, I'm just going to let this sit here. But I hope she says something. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, so when the other two girls jump on his back, he his back goes out. That is okay. I'm I'm with Lex though. It now back then it was innocent <laughs> and stuff, but nowadays looking at it through a filter of 2019, <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah, Mary's <laughs> jumping on weird. his back and it's like, oh gosh, what are you doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean they're kids, yes, innocent, but all three of them, oi. All three yeah. at one time? All three. Yeah, Kiri shifted up toward his neck, and then oh the other God. two jumped on his back. I mean, he oh. is a strong man. Yeah, that's true. But that's a not lot strong of kids, enough. though. That's a lot of kids on your back. So the rest of the episode, he's hunched over and complaining and in pain. So the girls this start cleaning packed. up. I it, like this episode. <laughs> it this really is. This is a great episode. Yeah. Mom and Pa come home. Remember, they're coming home early. Uh-huh. Luckily, they got things cleaned up in time. Oh. And Ma says, I love this. She goes, you guys are blooming with health. That's oh. sweet. 
Blooming with health? Yes. <laughs> so Ma and the kids go inside. Pa thanks Edwards, and they both kind of lie to each other. Pa says that the second honeymoon was great. And Edwards said, oh, yeah, this is this is wonderful. We had a great time. Didn't say anything about shooting a hole in the roof or fixing it or anything. And all hunchback, Edwards heads home. Oh my and that God. was it? And that was it. <laughs> all right. God, that's, a, that's an action-packed episode. Oh, yeah. It was. There was a lot going on. Oh, my goodness. I mean, when you nail a kid to the roof of a place, I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's... <laughs> but see what I'm saying? They make him look like the biggest moron. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's the... He's the... Yeah, the comic yeah. relief. Yeah. Oh, that but, was... That. that was that was diggity good right there. I love that. <laughs> now I, I saw Laura over the weekend at Eric's Bike Shop, and she said that this next episode, which is 10. Not it, Laura Ingalls. Laura, no, not Laura. Yeah, our, yeah, not, well, let's be clear, Lex. Let's, it's <laughs> Laura Barnum, who's uh, yes, one of our my talkers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she loves Little House on the Prairie. Still watches it, too. What did she say and about episode she 10? She said that episode 10, the next one, is the raccoon episode. Oh, so, my God. So what that means exactly. Exactly, what? but we'll oh. know next week. Yeah. What? What is she? She didn't tell you what that means. Well, it has to do well, with rabies and the dog. Okay. Yeah. <gasps> yep. Is this where Mary goes blind? No. She get bit by the <laughs> Not yet, Chase. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do know oh that. Oh my god. I love it. We love driving Laura crazy by saying oh, yeah. the wrong way. Mary went blind. <laughs> Scarlet fever. It's scarlet fever. Okay. Oh, this is good she's though. been kicked by a mule and bitten by a raccoon. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be horrible? Maybe, maybe one of the kids. Maybe I'm not joking. Maybe one of the kids gets uh, eaten by the raccoon. Uh, hey, because does Carrie make it through the whole series? Yeah, or maybe I think she's so. eaten. Maybe the raccoon. Oh, she does. Okay. But hey, so, you could get injured. You don't have to die from rabies. No. Maybe Carrie gets bitten. Um, they get her down off that roof. <laughs> right. Eventually. You see, she's on the roof. Yeah, Jace, you found the picture. Yeah. <laughs> she's here. Maybe, she even has her little dolly up there. Yeah. So maybe she gets off the roof. She goes to play. Like, I don't know. I mean, what prairie kids. I don't know how they played. They go into the forest. And they go into the woods. And maybe then she comes across a raccoon. And she thinks it's her friend. And the damn thing eats her. You know, hey, it's possible. I, don't I mean, Carrie some of these plots I never thought. Yeah, I don't remember Carrie like in the later seasons. Oh, I don't know. Maybe does anybody know? Oh, I'm sure Laura does. Does she just disappear? <laughs> does she go off to well, like she Prairie? Wasn't cute enough anymore? Aww. Did she? Did she go off to Prairie College or where? I, I don't know the beauty school in Walnut Grove or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Drop out. John Barbados. I literally Barbados, don't remember Walnut her Grove. either. I don't remember her either, Jason. I remember no, the, the later adult. Years. I remember the Carrie. adult Laura and adult Mary for sure. Okay. But I don't remember like Carrie being older. <gasps> what happened to Carrie? Maybe they give her to another family. Yeah. Oh, like no. family ties. Maybe they trade they her for like. <laughs> maybe they trade her for some wheat. Yeah. She became one of the kids on Eight Is Enough. 
Apparently it wasn't to... enough night. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. <laughs> they traded her to the Partridge family. <laughs> She's singing in the band. You can play this tambourine. Family and our unique challenges. Find out more about Fraser at Fraser.org with multiple locations, including their new location in Woodbury. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071. I'm Jason, Lex, and Dawn. It is time now, by the way, to call 651 641 1071. 651 641 1071. Dreamweaver Dawn is standing by. Uh, tell us your dream. Be as concise as possible. You'll have to just sit through the dirt alert and enjoy Elizabeth's uh, voice. And, uh, and then we'll do the dirt alert at 830, but call now. Hello, Elizabeth. Dying over your SJP encounter. Just dying. <laughs> oh my gosh, how fun. Is the store fabulous? Uh, the store is fabulous. The shoes are. And uh, and she lived up uh, to my expectations. I was worried because her... Um, the people were being a little, a little difficult at the beginning. Yeah, but uh, that settled down, and her people were delightful on the day of. And she was—I I think the adjectives I used—she was sincere, very warm, lovely. There's the word, lovely. She's the size of a bobby pin, just so tiny, and smelled like Alexis has cute like Alexis sometimes eats kids yeah I, I wanted to start gnawing on her arm <laughs> yeah wow. she smelled so good so good because she has all of our fragrances she yes. probably just mixes them all together yes oh, she was wonderful. everything I wanted her to be oh, and she good she touched my leg at one point and Elizabeth because you like sex, sex in the city you like as she touched my leg in my mind I thought Carrie Bradshaw is touching my knee and like, how is this sin- happening yeah and how is this happening yeah Yep, yeah, totally. So, oh, that's yes. so fun. I love yes. that. How exciting. Thank I'm you, so sweetie. glad that you had a great day. It looked just fabulous. Thank you, sweetheart. You know, lots of people, of course, talking about Father's Day. And um, I, I did see a funny like little meme that said, Father's Day, the day that you can read all of the sappy posts about your friend's husband's one day of a year of the year when they complained about them every other day of the year. <laughs> that was sort of funny. Right? <laughs> Very true. Great you are. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> wonderful. They complain, but that's what it's all about. So uh, one person not complaining, Catherine Schwarzenegger posted a photo of Chris Pratt and his son and said um, that essentially watching him be such a hands-on and loving father was one of the many reasons I fell in love with you and continue to each day. I love you. His son, Jack, is his son with um, Anna Ferris, his ex-wife. And Catherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt just got married a couple of weeks ago. So they're uh, still in the blissful place, which sounds lovely. And then yes. you have a very bizarre Father's Day social media post from none other than Bill Cosby. Oh. Bill Cosby wrote on Twitter, hey, 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 it's America's dad, which mm. I think we should all take some issue with that. Yeah, he needs to stop that. He I, needs to come on. Right. He said, I know it's late, but to all the dads, it's an honor to be called a father. So let's make today a renewed oath to fulfilling our purpose, strengthening our families and communities. 
And then he um, hashtag Happy Father's Day, hashtag Renewed Oath to Our Family, and hashtag Far From Finished. You'll recall he's in a Pennsylvania prison serving time for sexual assault and uh, having to do with just one sexual assault that he was convicted of and about 80 that he's accused of and was not convicted of. Ugh. But is like he doing course. that from prison, or is that his team? What's from going on? Prison. Oh my! Gosh. I guess. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. How also, are you tweeting? And then, you should not. No, you should not be allowed to tweet. Isn't that strange? But I, yeah, I know. It's a strange it's just, thing. All that stuff is weird. strange, and it all depends on like different levels of security. Yeah. And um and all of that. OJ Simpson also uh, discovered Twitter, and he had, as of last night, more than 600,000 followers in 24 hours of joining Twitter, and I'm sure that's going even more. And he posted a video talking about how he never slept with Kris Jenner, and Khloe Kardashian is not his biological child. Despite rumors saying otherwise. I don't know what was happening on Father's Day. Another person (laughs) that just needs to go away. I know. And the fact that 600,000 of my fellow human beings want to follow him grosses me out i know and it's probably higher now yeah Yeah, it grosses me out so we mentioned um the kardashian family kim kardashian announced this lyft partnership so she now um over almost five thousand inmates are going to be interviewed by lyft after this uh partnership that she's announced and she was back at the white house last week so it's a partnership uh that she's been working on to try to make sure that inmates will be provided housing and employment opportunities after they're released. And there's a Mm. long-term plan in place to make sure those released from prison will continue to get opportunities for years to come. So um, Lyft has dedicated 5,000 resources to make sure that up to 5,000 soon-to-be-released inmates get job interviews. And the biggest group of prisoners who have been granted release will get out of prison on July 19th. Wow, Mm. that is a big problem. It is a big problem, and you understand, you know, it's a tough one. It's more complicated than just saying, like, this, because, you know, TMZ is like, this is just so great. This is so wonderful, and it is, you know, it is wonderful, because I think all of us at our core believe fundamentally that people who are getting out of prison, they've paid their dues, and they deserve another shot, right? Right. But it gets more complicated when you look at recidivism rates, and you look at, like, addiction rates and things like that, which lead to people committing more crimes and getting back in prison. And then I don't know what will end up happening after this partnership if people start having conversations about, well, are these people going to be Lyft drivers? And then does that mean I'm in the car with a Lyft driver, someone who's just gotten out of prison, and how do I feel about that? And maybe, you know, it's... Mm -hmm. I think it's much more complicated than just saying... This is so great, right? right. Yes. Because yep. Very nuanced. There's a couple layers. A couple layers. Totally. Couple layers. Yeah. Here's what um, I want to just issue a quick warning on this Monday. If you are going to buy a very expensive car, you yeah. need to know that they're very expensive to fix when Ooh. something goes wrong, right? I yes. Mean, this gets tough. Tracy Morgan has learned quite the lesson. So he uh, was sideswiped by a Honda CRV 15 minutes after driving his $2 million brand new Bugatti out of the showroom in New York City. Right? We knew that story. Yep. The Honda driver, it was her fault. She hit the front bumper. And to replace the front bumper on this Bugatti is 22 grand. Oh! (laughs) Okay, but wait, there's more, you guys. Also, the fender on the driver's side quarter panel was damaged. That's going to cost $10,000 without labor. Oh, my gosh. So cops are saying the accident was the Honda driver's fault. Um, And, you know, you never know what her insurance setup is. But 
They are not prepared for that. <laughs> yes. Like, is I mean, wow. if she owns a Honda CRV, I don't know if she's thinking in terms of the two million dollar Bugatti. So the fix on the Fender twenty two thousand dollars is, or the front bumper is the cost of like a lot of cars. Yes. Yeah. And nice multiple cars. cars. And nice multiple cars. cars. I know. There we wow, go. Wow, because those cars are, I think, like hand forged. I mean, they like take the metal and melt it down and oh my hand God. Crazy. weld and. 651-641-1071. Do you want your dream weaves? Call Dawn right now. 651-641-1071. The dream hotline is open. While you're doing that, I will remind you to watch Elizabeth Reese today at 3 on Twin Cities Live and download the new episode of her podcast, Best of the Nest. 651-641-1071. Dreamweaver is next. This song was written about Alexis. Uh, <laughs> to school dropout. Jason yeah, and Alexis. No yeah. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my talk 1071 and my talk 1071.com. Don't forget, uh, don't forget the grease sing along is this Thursday. Tickets are still available at CHS Field. Go to my talk 1071.com for more on our grease sing along. We are very, very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. 33, we have a couple emails and we have Lisa, mm-hmm. Carly, and Hannah standing by for. What are you telling me about your dream? I was back in high school, and I was supposed to take a test. I was naked at work again. I was driving my car, and I couldn't control it. Then, I fell off a cliff with Leonardo DiCaprio. Do you know what this dream means? Metaphysics, that is not a joke. And now she's lending her, lending you her education. Yes. It's Dreamweaver Dawn. Dream, dream weaving assistant mm-hmm. and beauty school dropout yes. Alexis Thompson. Who is our first person to be weaved? Uh, let's weave Lisa's dream. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. Hi. Dream. Um, t- my dream, I I constantly have a dream, in my dreams, I have difficulty walking. Okay. Either either it's it's painful or awkward or I'm very, very slow at it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this dream is about uh, you getting hung, hung up on the details of making choices in your life. Sometimes you get lost in the mechanics of knowing what to do next and what steps to take, literally. So if you have a choice to make, if you're like, oh, should I go back to college and, or should I become a real estate agent or should I even like plan the surprise party for this person in my family? You get hung up on that and sometimes you can't really move forward with things that you're doing. Like I should... Should I go get a puppy today? Yes. Oh. <laughs> you start thinking about all of the ration. You you rationalize everything so much that the it literally paralyzes you from taking steps. Oh. Okay. Sometimes get you just have puppy. to be spontaneous and and take risks. Okay, Lisa. Get that puppy. Yes. Then when the puppy cries all night, blame Jason. Yeah, I will. I will. That's fine. (laughs) Okay, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Who do we have next? Carly's up next. Hi, Carly. What's your dream? Hi. Hi. So I am in my childhood home with my husband and my two kids. 
mm-hmm. and there's been a really bad storm. Yeah. And we go to try to get out, and the road's washed away, and there's water rising. So we escape to my childhood bedroom, mm-hmm. and the house starts to fill with sand, and there's no way out. Oh. Okay. Sometimes in uh, stressful times, during your conscious life experiences, you gather all the parts of yourself, your subconscious, your conscious, and any type of new person that you would want to become, like new ideas that you would want to create. And in times of fear, where you feel overwhelmed with life, you retreat to a frame of mind that's familiar to you. Okay? okay. It's like a protection. That Those ros- rising waters, that's your conscious life experiences. Some people, whenever they're... You might be a little bit of an introvert, even though you think you're an extrovert. Sometimes yeah, okay. you get overwhelmed with social situations, I would say. And in those okay. moments, you kind of go to your happy place where you know it's safe, <laughs> which is probably not to talk very much. Sure. Mm-hmm. Ah. So uh, you're doing that in a way to protect yourself um, and... Uh, that's just fine. <laughs> it's just that okay. don't be so overwhelmed by it. It's not as scary as you think. In okay. you know, some people like they have dreams about like surfing or you know they're on top of the water gliding across or even running and walking across yeah. water. Those kind of people are more extroverted people and they don't get so overwhelmed with stress. Interesting. But that's okay. You know, those people are who they are, and uh, you can learn to do that too if you want to. How, how about the sand? Oh, the sand? Uh, well, if you're talking about, like, sand is it comes from a beach, and beaches are really interesting because it's where um, the ground meets the ocean. So you've got your conscious life experiences meeting up in this place where everything is fluid and sort of, like, making sense where it's not scary. So um, I would say you're just getting bogged down. Like, the, the sand coming up is just a, another part of that fear that you're going to get stuck in that place where you're just sort of frozen and not taking action. Mm. Makes total sense. All right, Carly. <laughs> thank you, Carly. Thank you. you can do it. Thanks, Bye. guys. <laughs> Thanks. Who do so we have one. next, Alexis? Hannah! Hey, Hannah, what's your dream? I am helping my mom clean out her kitchen, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of papers, and when I look, I see that I am adopted. And Mm -hmm. the name of my real birth parents is the same as my now married last name. (laughs) Oh, okay. This has to do with how you feel about your inner authority. There's a person and also um, how you are as a creator. So sometimes you don't feel exactly comfortable with the identity of taking charge and creating new things in your life, taking your subconscious yes. and conscious mind, which are your parents. So your parents created you. So mm-hmm. together with those two aspects of yourself um, is, is the you that you are. Sometimes you feel disconnected to creating new things. So you're sort of questioning yourself and you're like, did I, can I do this? Uh, you know, it's very similar to Lisa's dream where she has difficulty walking. Uh, you mm-hmm. feel disconnected from that person within you that knows you can take all of the best parts of yourself and everything's going to be okay. You'll be able to manage things and create new things. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Oh, okay, cool. so you can do it. Don't feel disconnected to that. It's it's real and it's within you. You can do thank it. You <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, Hannah. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye.
We have good. some emails too, right, mm-hmm. Don McLean, yes. Dreamweaver? Yeah, and sometimes during the week I don't have time to answer these, so I'm going to email all these people back and say, listen to this podcast because I answered your email. <laughs> yes. Okay, so Amanda writes and she says, Hi, Don, I was hoping you can tell me about my dream. Uh, it sounds kind of crazy. I was being offered a job at a company um, I worked for in the past and hated when I was there. The new offer was to have an amazing private office and to make sure that visitors had food and drinks and tons of fun. Uh, the whole time, deep down, I knew I would hate it, <laughs> but I wore a smile and kept saying how amazing the desk and perks were. <laughs> okay. All right, Amanda. So this has to do with your productivity. A lot of times you know that in order to be productive, you have to be organized and you have to line everything up to where you can be the best self that you can be to, well, be productive in your life. And you resist that at times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that it's it's nourishment for your soul. Uh, you understand that um, when you are organized and you lay all your ducks in a row and can get things accomplished, you'll feel better. But you just kind of want to go wild sometimes and not do that. So that's that job. Mm. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to be that adult person that has to go to I work. Wanna, you know? I want an adult today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you resisting that uh, organization in your mind, you just kind of want to go to a park and hang out and not have to think about all those things you have to do. But uh, it'll be better for you in the long run. Okay. Perfect. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do we have one more? Yep, we can do one more. Okay. Um, This one is, uh, this is from Jen. She says, sorry, I can't call during work. Um, uh, She she had this dream five times in this past week that she emailed me. Same dream, just a variety of the versions. I'm in a relationship with a guy. We've broken up. I want to get back together. They are not interested, and they threaten to take custody of our daughter. Oh. Okay. And... It doesn't resemble her life in any way. All right. So since this is a female, Jen is a a girl. She is making a connect. She is constantly trying to connect to her subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is represented by men if you're a woman. Okay. So any time you dream about a man, it's your subconscious mind, ladies. That is where your soul is housed and that is getting, well, it's not necessarily housed, but these are messages from your soul. This is your purpose for being here. Deeper meanings as to what direction you're supposed to take in life. So you're feeling awkward about connecting to that deeper part of yourself. You might be just focusing on frivolous things like, I don't know, just the details of your conscious life. Mm -hmm. But you need to, Jen, you need to look within yourself and try to see what kind of path you need to take. You need to connect with that and know that it's okay to do that. Because you keep trying to and then breaking up with that person. <laughs> yeah. So that's fascinating. Yeah. So if I'm dreaming about a woman, it's about me. It's well, every part, every other person in the dream is you. Okay. So oh, okay. they're all parts of you. It's just that Jason, when you dream about a woman, it is your subconscious mind. I love it. <laughs> eight eight forty three. If you didn't get through, don't worry. We do this every Monday at eight thirty. Dreamweaver Dawn. 843, when we come back, Alexis had a very exciting bicycling adventure over the weekend. Dawn went to a haunted house and more when we... Okay, Lex, I think hypothermia has officially set in. I'm slowly dying. Yeah, I'm slowly dying. It is Jason Alexis in the morning. My talk 107.1 there. I got all the legal stuff out of the way. Um, I'm slowly dying. 
right now I'm, I'm not being... I'm just rubbing being, your hands together is not working or... No, I'm being very overdramatic per usual, but I'm dying, I think. I'm... <laughs> It is so cold in this radio studio. Do you have a separate thermostat in there? I or? think so. I don't know. But it is as cold as an Arctic explorer's crotchal region. Whoa, it is so That's cold. I don't know what's going on. I have st- I, I have uh, I don't have use of my hands anymore. I am wrapped up in a blanket. Go to my Instagram right now, Lex. I took oh, this picture okay, for you. Go to my Instagram, click on my stories, and you will see how I am wrapped up. I have my mouth uncovered just for the show, but I am bundled up in this Dallas quilt that someone made me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, there I am. I'm slowly wow. di- My organs are slowly shutting wow. down. This is like you climbed Mount Everest and you got stuck right near the ladder. That's kind of what it is, Dawn. <laughs> Thank you for adding to my overdramaticness of this. But I'm... If I start, like, you may just have to close down the show because one by one, my organs are shutting down. So, yeah, my my kidney, I think, is done now. Well, Um, you might as well do something fun in your last moments. What are you going to do? I don't know. Uh, you know, I'll be nice to be Arthur. You know, maybe I'll do that. I'll do something opposite. You know, take a shirtless picture. Yeah. Get your boobies out. Yeah. Are your nips really hard right now? I'm not quite ready for that, Lex. Let me lose a few more LBs and then (laughs) maybe. But you're dying, so. (laughs) That's right. Who cares? Yeah, they're all shriveled up anyway. You're going to look smaller. Okay, I'm going to take a shirtless picture. Yeah, just get naked in there. I'm going to do it. Take a selfie. My goodness, though, I am looking. Send it. Holy crap. Are they hard? Could you cut glass right now? Oh, my God. They hurt. Oh, oh, oh my, if someone walked by right now, they would be like, what the hell are you? Because I have a glass door. If somebody walked by, they'd be like, why is Jason taking his shirt off in the middle of the radio studio? <laughs> Holy crap. They are. I'm I'm not joking, oh, though. No. I am freezing. Yeah. Anyway, you might as well uh, just go outside after this and just warm up and to. take a little jog oh. or something. Because, wow, unless oh. you get a little space heater in there. I, I, that's illegal. They won't let me. Oh, no. Um. What happened on your bike adventure? Did Angel fall or something? What did you <laughs> oh, guys- yeah. Uh, Saturday, thank goodness for great weather, because we were able to, in Woodbury, at the Eric's Bike Shop, do an electric bike demo and just go on a great bike ride. And we stopped at a yard sale, which was hilarious. Joked that we might <laughs> stop at one. And then there was one, and it had toys and comic books and Pokemon cards, you know, all the things that he looks for and sells with old school Toros. So wow. it was perfect. Lucky. Found a few things there. And then right after that, we're on our way back, and we see a dad and a son hunched over on the ground at the end of what? their driveway. So what? we slow down, and we're looking. They were saving a turtle's life. Oh. Because it was crossing oh. the road. And, you know, we're driving oh, by. I thought cars you meant are they were by. giving it mouth to mouth. Or- I thought oh, so, too, John. That would be amazing. But it was pee-peeing as they picked it up. I think oh. it may be mm-hmm. a defense mechanism. Oh, yeah. scared, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And so they were bringing it to this little swampy area, which was great. And Angel got so excited. <laughs> he tried to get off his bike, but he oh. couldn't. <gasps> and you know when you're in, you're falling and it's just like slow motion for me, <laughs> slow yes. motion for me. All of a sudden, he's just like, whoa, no, 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 no. Down, 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 down. And he didn't even get off the bike. He's just on his side, slowly oh, falling down. Gosh. Hits the ground. Now, we do have video. Video evidence because Zane, who is the videographer for Eric's Bike Shop, he has this all uh, on tape. So I'm hoping he'll send oh. it to me today so we can share. Oh, we have to <laughs> see this, Lex. So funny. <laughs> that is spectacular. And we can I laugh because he was this. okay. The bike was okay. He yeah. hit grass. So, but, ooh, you know, there's just moments like that where you're just, wow. Yeah. 
Oh, that is <laughs> Dawn. Yeah. Now in our remaining minutes before mm-hmm. uh, yeah. those two, um, you investigated a house. How was I it? Did. Oh, it was a lot of fun. It didn't. Uh, it didn't feel scary or ominous or anything like that. There wasn't a lot going on with you know appearing or or anything violent. You know, sometimes we go in and it's like, oh, we need to get this out of here immediately. Yeah. Um, so uh, the house is built in 1918 in St. Paul, and it was a gorgeous house. Uh, it was start. They started to have activity around uh, when a family member passed away in 2006. So they feel like it, it is it is a family member, and we had some fun times, some fun things that that happened. Sort of some communication, some verification right away, or uh, validation that. Yeah, I mean, most of the time, we, we use a mag light sometimes and like turn it almost off. And, and you know, we try to make sure that, you know, no vibrations are going to make it turn on. Uh, we'll ask questions and sometimes it doesn't come on at all. all but this time it was like answering questions, Ooh. you know, with oh. turning the light on and off for us. And then and then we did uh, we we did a little spirit box session and it answered a question about what color something was. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I can, yeah. Speaking of spirits, oh. is uh, the Donna or Steve here? Steve's here. Oh, Donna too. Dominique, Nicanique, son allait tout simplement routier, pauvre et chantant. Ray with the Queen of Hearts. No one in it really smart. Joker in the only fool. Who do anything for you? What's coming up on Donna and Steve? Donna and Steve. Oh, hey guys. Hey. Uh, Jennifer Lopez tickets coming up at 1030 with the awesome. College of Pop Culture Knowledge. That'll be fun, right? But yes. A sexier tease than that coming up today at 1130. <laughs> we asked this question, our Facebook question of the day. What is your favorite body wash scent? I'm in search of the best <laughs> oh, no. body wash scent. Is that really the sexier question? Why Isn't that a great you? tease? Forget glowing J-Lo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Donna, by the way, thinks that a dark horse will rise to the top. She thinks that a lot of folks will vote for Irish Spring. Oh, that's a good help you learn a little more scent. about Donna. Okay, she's a bar soap lady. I can tell. No, I'm in a bar. I know. It comes I'm a bar soap wash. person. So yes, I am. Do yep. you? Not even on a washcloth. Just straight bar on your body. Straight bar on the body. You wow. got it. Lather that baby up. I also think you're either a washcloth person or you're not. That's right. True. I'm. No. 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 There's one more option. Hmm? What's that? Loofah. This. The, this. The loofah. Yeah, I love the loofah. Oh, there's that too. Love the loofah. Do not forget us loofah people. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, Go out there and be up. yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right there, uh, bar on the skin, Lex. That's right. Bar soap, baby, for life. Uh, you be you unless you're a terrible person. Have a great day, friends. We'll talk tomorrow. Bye.